We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings 2022 BMW Championship Picks Preview Bets. The one and done, we got it for you. You want to help us out, you smash the like button to the episode. You sub to Mayo Media Network on YouTube and the podcast version and leave a rating and review. And in the comment section this week, Jeff and I are going to be doing our year-end awards coming through. So if you have some categories that you want to hit outside of player of the year and you know the regular awards that we do highly suggest that you drop them down there and we can come up with nominees and make our picks for all of that reminder as well there is no listeners league for pga this week however week one nfl pme listeners league is now available it's five thousand spots let's fill it as quickly as possible and i assume there's i think there's already 500 people in it and it just opened so i'm guessing it fills pretty quickly over the next two and a half weeks or so as we lead up to week one but that is down in the description right now if you want to play top 150 fantasy rankings with Meanie and cust came out yesterday we got me jeff and cust on football later this week plus tambo and i will be back on wednesday morning for the final live DraftKings show of the year but don't worry tambo and i aren't going anywhere we'll have the same similar format to the golf show during football season that will be on friday so football's ramping up here we are it's time jeff feinberg you sir were a winner i was a winner I think most people out there were winners. It's fun when this happens. Doesn't happen often. (laughs) Uh, I give Tambo, honestly, all the credit in some weird way. Because time and time again, Pat, he would make fun of our Will Zalatoris bets, my Will Zalatoris bets, everybody's Will Zalatoris bets. But when I saw Tambo was even like full throttle, on the Will Zalatoris wagon as of, I want to say, Sunday night a week ago, I was like, this has to be magical. Like, like this has to be. But no seriousness, I don't know. It was, it was time. 
I don't really have an answer. Truth be told, I'm a Chargers fan, if you haven't noticed, and I was expecting Heartbreak 4.0. Um, you know, for, for Will, listed Tory, the PGA, the US Open, like just the fact that it was set would have been like, oh my God. But he survived. And you can't buy the magic, baby. You can't buy the magic. The magic is not for sale. I couldn't believe Straka kept making those shots. Thank God for Cust and cheering for Straka as soon as the playoffs started. One of the better playoffs I can remember in a really long time just because I was sweating it so hard. And had Straka won... I mean, I would have lost a bunch of money because I ended up winning the PME Open on DraftKings. First time in five years. I've won that. Uh, I, I do have a... I, I told Paul before we started, Mullenix going bogey-bogey on the final two holes. I, it cost me on DraftKings anywhere between three and $20,000. So Ooh. I don't want to know. Don't think about it. Yeah, how much it cost me. It. So either way, I mean, hit the Will Zalatoris winner, hit the Trey Mullinex top 10. I'm not out of the hole betting-wise for the year, but I'm pretty close now, and I'm way up for DraftKings. So it's funny how two weeks – it's almost what we talked about. Like, if you're down in golf, sometimes you know, a big week or a nice run, like we had another winner this week, it's a winning year. And that's impossible – that would have been impossible to consider like four weeks ago. Yeah, golf's wild like that. Um, I don't want to break the fourth wall for a moment, but I'd rather do this now than in like 40 minutes. And then you'd be like, why didn't you do this now? Am I not supposed to be seeing you? Yeah, you can't see me. Yeah, we, we okay. Because I know we had a little issue off the top, and I'm sure I was looking at my phone when you may have told me that. Um, and I'm just making sure. Um, okay, thank but you. That's all. We we just updated our system, so we're working. We did it like yeah, ten. No. Updating system very important because it always works out to be better. But the first like two shows after we do it, we're always like, oh yeah, there's new stuff that we don't know. We got to figure that stuff out. But hey, the show is working at the moment. Let's walk through it for a second. I thought that Straka was in the water on both tee shots on 18 the oh, moment he hit them. I was like, oh, we did it. It's like, oh, no, we didn't do it. Like, that first one was, I mean, maybe Shot Tracer lied to us, but it looked like he was duck hooking into the water. Okay, so Shot Tracer may have lied to us, but the announcer on the tee, I forget who it was, seemed ultra confident that it was a beauty shot. The second one, Lord have mercy. Like, to hit a side hill and get that bounce? Un unbelievable. Unbelievable. And Will was kind of just making things happen. I mean, he was either sticking it tight from position A in the fairway or trying to fight for, you know, doing these great scrambling efforts. But, yeah, all in all, Straka wasn't going away. Wasn't going away. And it kind of felt like at this moment in time, at least on the PGA Tour, Winning without a semblance of form kind of felt impossible. And here was Strat Sep trying to just steal everything. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. My, yeah, I feel a little bad for the, the caddy. Uh, it's like got to be bittersweet because in this nutshell, Pat, we could have been talking this morning. I know ifs, nuts, whatever, but Will Zalatoris is a... A, like a pinky finger away from having a Spethian vintage season, like early Spethian season. He could have won 
Well, I mean, he could have won. Tory, two majors. Like, yeah, Tory, two majors and three other times. He potentially could have won. And I, I was, because, I mean, obviously I had him at both the playoff losses. I had him at the... Uh, Tory, at, at, but you had Lisk also. I, I did, but he lost in the playoff there. He lost in the playoff for me at the PGA Championship. He just couldn't get that putt to fall at the U.S. Open. I was like, am I really going to go 0-3 in playoffs and like lose on the final hole with Zalatoris four times in one year? This is going to be horrendous. And the gods were working with him. Cust put the Ander curse on Straka. However, whatever channel that I was watching it on, you know in Canada that sometimes like it's playing on one channel, but it's also playing on a duplicate channel, like it was on CTV and TSN up here? Yeah, and or, no, it'll be on your... NBC affiliate out of uh, well wherever you're probably out of Boston or Maine. Yeah, I'm I'm at, I'm out of Boston, so I have NBC Boston. Yeah. But on CTV, it stopped the coverage after the second playoff hole, after the second tee shot on the playoff hole. So you I get didn't to Jeopardy or what? So I, I I think they went to like the news or something like that. So okay. I, I I couldn't figure out what was going on. So when Straka had his putt for par on the second playoff hole after it didn't go into the water, I thought he was putting for birdie. And I was like, oh, no, like, we're cooked. And then uh, Zalatoris makes his putt. I was like, okay, if he just misses this, we're golden. And then it flashes up. It's like, Straka for par. I was like, oh, my God, if he misses this, this is going to be great. I thought he was going to miss the comebacker on the first playoff hole as well. But I think it's a good lesson. And I'm shocked he did it. And I don't know if he was trolling us on the par three or, like, it looked like he was going to hit that shot. I was like, what What the hell is going on here? But to have the reservation and the wherewithal on the second playoff hole, being behind the trees, that's exactly... Remember we were talking on last week's show about Cam Smith being in the trees and he tried to make the hero shot? It was from that exact same spot. Maybe a little bit more into the woods, but good on him. Just the caddy talked him out of it. Just like, just hit it to... The, you're hitting everything to like 10 feet. If you feel that you can hit a 10-footer, just chip it out to hundred and. 13 yards and stick it make your putt and move on and it was the same thing on the playoff hole now him being so close to the hole was such an advantage to make Straka continue to hit to see where he was at but hey it's part of the gamesmanship that it was the right it was always going to be the right call to drop it whether Straka put it into the bunker or not because I don't think I think he would have been in the water if he tried to hit it 100% on so many fronts to the layups to the um because every time it said when Will was in the fairway, he was sticking it to like 12 feet, 14 feet was like long. If he was in position A, he, you know, the, the, the drop zone or back in play on 18, he could put it, um, you know, just get a clean lie, a clean grip, uh, a clean rip. I mean, and, and he was giving himself makeable putts and now he's better at those putts. Straka would have had no idea from the tee that Will's ball was like lodged between rock and grass. Like from his perspective, Will has, um, I mean, he still should have played like 25 feet left and I'm sure he was the moments get to you. Uh, I have no doubt about it. I don't think Straka was trying to take an aggressive line, but he also would have had no idea that Will's ball, like for him, it's like, oh my God, how did he not go in the water? Like he doesn't know it's like lodged in there and we're thinking about that. I'm happy he didn't do it, but it was memories of the Duffner shot yeah, at I Amex, but that one seemed way less hard to at least not go back into like a water or hazard like this one had the probability to. Also, Duffner's opponent didn't also go in the water 
So I guess he felt he had to try to hit that shot, and he did it re remarkably. Well, the difference, guy. I remember that was that was one of the greatest wins of all time for us because Duffner won, and then we got all the Duffner money down on Willett, and you know the rest is history. Magic. But yeah. Duffner's ball wasn't lodged in between anything. Like he had as clean of a lie off a rock as you're ever gonna get. Yeah. Like the fact that his ball was wedged. Like I didn't know what the, like when you first looked at it on TV. I didn't know what the ruling was gonna be. Like does he get relief from here because it's like an unplayable ball? And I was like that yeah. that I was like that can't be the the right story that here. Can't, you're and, hoping. My wife's asking me if he gets relief, and I'm like I'm sorry, sweetie, we don't get relief. And Sep did it, but. Also, I felt the shot tracker was off. The hole that Cam Smith got his penalty on, that par three that has water up the left, the shot tracker made me think every ball was going in um, in the water on, on Sunday on that hole. I, I saw a lot of people talking about this, the, the Cam Smith two-stroke penalty, which I was very much for as someone who had zero investment into Cam Smith this week. I was like, yeah, give him as many penalties as possible. Get this jabroni away from the leaderboard. Because uh, he was the favorite going into the day before the penalty, like the overnight odds. It was him, then Zalatoris, and then like even after, like you had Spawn up there. Poor Spawn, man. He and Merritt and Duncan just like, shit the bed on Sunday and I was just praying like for my sake it wasn't going to be Mullinex or Putnam who shit the bed and they were fine they both finished T5 so you know, you're gonna take that and Straka just continued to persevere but Straka's shot on 17 was pretty amazing as well from under that tree oh. like that low burner because Mullinex had a bit more of a difficult shot but just the control <laughs> that he was like where did this come from the dude misses six straight cuts. I've like wagered on him over that time and he's like the worst yeah. he's like the worst fucking player on the course then all of a sudden boom it's, it's insane. Go to every place you'd say talk every week you could talk you could make the like every research oh yeah we can't ignore ball striking ball striking ball striking i don't know straka irons amazing like he's incredible and he got this robot like feel where you know had will zalatoris had to like be exhausted in the eight foot seven foot six foot par putt range that it felt like straka was through the final like hour when when he was not in position or making a mistake or even running that putt long will zeltors wouldn't have made four in a row he might have made the right one or the one when you needed it but he wouldn't have made four in a row like straka did in this robotic fashion it was i, I believe mean, i'm like insulting willie i got nothing bad to say i love you it was an incredible journey january to today um, obviously it took the right events off because, um, there were never wins. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just incredible. And we always said anything that's flirted with 28, 30 full field, he was now worth it. Like regardless, regardless. Um, so, so yeah, I don't know where we, where we go next, but he's the freaking man and that paid more than cam smith's open championship i saw on your spreadsheet pal it did yeah that was 2.7 million i i uh i got i got ahead ah. of i thought for sure you were gonna win the one and done now all of a sudden i'm up by like 1.3 you need to hit the winner this week now i got an ace in the hole uh, I don't. So I, and I, I utilized all my goodwill with Will Z last week. I'm so glad that he won it 30 to one and not 12 to one at the Shriners. And like, I missed it. I would have been devastated if I missed the first one after investing in him all year, him coming so close. I'm glad that we actually got a good number 
for him to win. And it was very, it's funny that the guy that we compared him to the most in terms of what his odds are going to be like and how he's going to win is Finau, that it doesn't matter what field it's going to be in. And we had that discussion last week or on the Wyndham show. And on the Wyndham show, I was like, I'm not betting Zalatoris this week. I actually think he has a better chance to win at this course that is much better for him, even if every great player in the world is there. That's not going to matter because when he plays well, he's just going to beat the pants off everyone and not like go to one of these like, you know, eight-foot putting competitions and try to win. That's just never going to be his strength. And even this week, like, he led the field in approach by over a stroke and a half. That was the difference. And he didn't putt poorly. Like, he gained two strokes putting. That's great. That's what you need him to do. That's like the the Morikawa path to victory is what he ended up doing. But it's always going to be these type of events. And it's exactly – it's the exact – Different course, but exact tournament that Finau accomplished the same thing yes. a year ago. And it just felt like it was so it was such an equivalency of, and we hit that one too. It's just like if he's going to win, he's going to win. It doesn't matter who it's against. He's going to win. He's going to win a major. He'll win a WGC, whatever it is. It seems like he always had a better chance of winning one of those events than winning the Byron Nelson. You you mentioned it at the end to the equivalency to identical last year, and you are like not a Finau guy at all. It's certainly not to me like Fan Stan, um, and you were all over that last year, and that would have come right off of Minnesota or Detroit, where Finau was sixteen to one, and you probably would have made the exact same comment, um, Pat. Literally, like, no, I'm going to wait for the FedEx Cup to bet Finau at three times the number now. Will Zalatoris seemingly had a bit more fan equity, betting community equity, certainly than Finau did a year ago heading into that FedEx Cup event. You know, now we're on a full throttle switch with him, and that's great. And you could argue this week is better for Finau than last week, uh, potentially. But there's not a course wrong for Finau. I am, though, Pat, before – well, no, I don't want to go here. Morikawa missed a two – a three-footer and a six-footer uh, at the end that would have felt like maybe those guys at the back would feel something. Um, so there was that. And I feel like it wouldn't have been the first time I cut you off or stopped you, but did you want to say something about the Cam Smith penalty and people perceiving it differently than it should, or did I miss you already say that? No, I. It's. it looked like... It, it's clearly really, on the line. Yeah. Why it, did it take them so long to call it? That th- seems so blatant. It does. And I guess people just weren't watching. I mean, I feel like it's tough. I kind of feel bad for the players in this circumstances. Like, and obviously there's more, so stupid. Like, the rules are so stupid. Like there's more people out there at the same time. But if it's like me and you on the course, and we're playing the rules of golf and you know, we're playing legitimately and not just being like, yeah, just drop it up there wherever. And we're trying to take like a real drop. Like, he probably couldn't even see the ball go into the water. Like, how is he supposed to fucking know? <laughs> I totally agree. It's kind of one of those moments, like, it, it's, it's um, you know, there's a lot of, like, jokes or or layers You would be the proper word to say that existed behind that drop yesterday with how the landscape and things. But it is even in one of those moments where, as, like, the, the middle of the fence golf fan and I don't know when we, when Liv has a ruling, are they going to be like, no, we're going to call it like you and your buddies, not a penalty. I have no idea. Like, I'm curious to see what they'll do on a rules infraction. But but um, it's one of those moments where it just feels like golf is so stupid. <laughs> like people call it official, like the signing the scorecard thing. Like, I don't like I don't know. I think it like to get disqualified. I don't know. I think there's so many things that make golf so silly. 
even having to hit out of like a divot in a perfect fairway when you pipe it perfectly like i don't i don't know that so just chalk it up to golf's ridiculous rules i'm sure there's people like tim who are mad at what i'm saying right now oh no yeah you know what tim is someone who would be mad but tim's also the guy like i play with tim enough and tim start tim season's finally starting to come around before our big team event thank god because i'm on his team uh he's our team he's our team captain like it's been really hard to like not make fun of him on the course when he's going like going through battles and being awful and like we have to be out there because he's on our team like trying to pump him up be like no 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 it's fine it's fine we, we want you to make good contact here like really trying to like he, he fired a 90 when I played with him on Friday, and that was like his. There it is. It was his best round that I've played with him by like ten strokes in three months, and like he was hit. He was back to playing how he was last year, and just good. And he like he bought, he bought a two wood, because Phil used a two wood <laughs> at the PGA Championship. And he's like, well, it's perfect. It's, it's great for all these like really short holes that I can hit it off the deck. I was like, you can't do it. You're not fucking Phil Mickelson, man. It's like Tim is the guy who's out there and he's like way behind like me and butts at the moment, like in playing. I broke 80 again this week, by the way, on the round that I had the uh, the eagle on hole one when I jarred it from the fairway. So the game's coming around, although I, I, I mixed an 87 in there as well. So it's not all the way consistent, but like Tim, butts and I are playing like low 80s golf on the regular right now and Tim's like breaking a hundred every single time but he's also the guy like at the course that we play at there's like a lot of three tier greens he's like well it's he's like it's not that hard of a shot if it's on that tier you just hit it up there and like spin it back I was like none of us hit the ball like <laughs> none of us suck it back you're shooting over a hundred Billy what the fuck are you talking about yeah, like you're trying to get like 28 feet away and like hit a lag putt like, I'm, I am trying to get it on the green if I get it on the yeah, green yeah, I'm yeah. like all right here always. we go yeah even if I'm lying three on a par four, I'm like, just get this on the green and we're going to two putt. And like, let's get out of here. Like that. So, yeah, on the green, two putt. Now, you always wish you could lag better. And, you know, if you could do anything with an hour, it might be to practice those that Will Zalatoris four to eight foot range because you want to make strokes like that's where you'll make them all day. I feel I, it's funny to save them. Like I, is, I, is, I, for a lot of the summer, I was getting into the course really early, like an hour early and like hitting balls for an hour, taking some pots. Felt like that really did me a disservice that I basically just show up. Now I do like the inside 10 foot putting five foot putting two foot putting for like 10 minutes, go like hit a couple, like seven irons to warm up and like hit a few drives and I'm just on the course. Like I feel like I've tired myself out before the round a lot of the times, but, you, the, but the putting is key. You, you took the, your last words out of my mouth. Well, other than the putting is key. Like, look at me. I can't do a full range session and then go play golf. Be like gone gas. I even get gassed in like a fitting pad. <laughs> like we got to separate this because like, I'm trying to give you what I got. But now, like, when we're on to, like, you know, the the third, not the third clubs, but, like, uh, we can't do, uh, like, hybrids. I just did all that. Like, I, I don't want to give, like, not my effort. If that may, Like, I'm gassed. Sorry, look at me. We but, can move on now. I don't know if you have anything else to no, say. No, I, I do. I, I just find it funny with Cust. Uh, like, the, the fact that he approaches, like, when we play, like, he is a PGA Tour oh, professional golfer. And no, that's and, his like, biggest fly thing. It is. That's like, his, like, that's a that's part his... of his strategy. Like, he was doing, he, he hit one the <laughs> other day, and, like, he's lined up at this tree, like, with water on, like, the tree's on the left, the water's on the left. 
I'm like, why don't you just aim at the green? He's like, oh, I'm going to hit a high draw over this tree. I was like, you can't hit a high draw. The fuck are you doing? He just plastered it into the water. Like, why don't you just try to hit it? Work on hitting it straight. And then like, we'll work backwards from there at this point. And then now he started to do that again. And all of a sudden, like he shaved 10 strokes off his score. I could barely hit a putt straight. You think I could, or like, uh, you know, hit a breaking putt from 12. You think I could like, draw or fade in clut like shots on demand oh what an like must be a treat and a pain but yeah you got to keep airing his tires i'm happy to hear he's he's trending um yeah we need to keep him going i go i leave next thursday for this so like i need to keep him on the rails for another 10 days like we're gonna go out and play twice we're gonna get positive zach dodged the big bullet he's you know right things are trending hopefully did you think scheffler stepped in cam smith's line on purpose because i don't think that he did no i didn't really see it till way after because thursdays i try to avoid it um no i i don't i don't at all scheffler that would feel so out of character like so out of character i mean based on what we know for all we know like scheffler's a giant prick and it's just it's not you're right <laughs> but i don't know I, I, the guy goes home and plays like scrimmage and backgammon with his wife like he's like no he's just a good boy I guess like, that's what we know. I guess there could be a whole other angle. That'll be a fun uh, expose in a few years when he's the best golfer in the world still. But for now, seems like a very good boy who doesn't even, I don't know, still drives like his truck from college or something. Like, yeah. He hasn't even upgraded anything. Yeah. Like it, based on what we know about him, it doesn't seem like that would have been something that he would have done. Maybe just, he really hates I the also, live tour. Who knows? But when I saw the comments, it was like, Scotty Scheffler wouldn't have done that. He's a good Christian boy. It's like, what the fuck does that have to do with it? You, you don't think there's like real asshole Christians out there? Please. Yeah, no, there's no doubt phony Christians. Scotty Scheffler is not shown a phony bone in the body. Um, not to say that I would even notice it or see it, but. Yeah, that's a weird... Um, yeah, it was just a very weird angle. rebuttal. I also think, like, us as fans, fans in general, like, like care way... shouldn't say that, because there are layers of players that care a lot, but I don't know that the players, like, care as much as the fans do. Do you get I mad? think some do of them care that they're getting sued, and I think a lot was made of that last week, but I think that's just, like, scoring the first basket in a basketball game like there's a long way to go in all that court stuff you know so do you get we'll mad see. when people step in your line like i try not to do it no but like, i'm like, not I don't, I don't one of those guys <laughs> i would never care at all unless it was like a muddy day and you like kind of stomp and you drop this like mud that i would have to like clear off but no listen i my you gotta know like who you're playing with you gotta be really self-aware when you play golf and there's this like fucking asshole guy who thinks he's turning professional that like sometimes would join me and my buddies when we play and he would get so hyper effect like you're in my game <laughs> you're in my game you need to adopt to our rules do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you're, I'm, I'm professional. Get out of here. Like, he'd even be offended if he saw you, like, sending a text. 
which is like, which is at, like a it's actually hilarious because I played with the guy who gives me lessons. He is a pro. Like, he's on the, like, pro tour. If I'm in his game, I'll respect all the rules. Yeah, but... Like, it, I can be... I'm a, I'm a chameleon. I can do anything. But if you're in someone else's game, you've got to not be a prick, I think. Oh, I agree. But, like, when I played with him, like, he couldn't have taken the round. I mean, he was playing with me. But he's like, this isn't a... Like, I'm not in a tournament at the moment. I don't really care. He's like, I'm going to just... He's like if I if you walk in my line, like I I don't care. Like, but it's, I'm it's a fine. Canadian, so like I would even just say sorry. Yeah, so, like, sorry. It, it happens. So, I, like, it, it's, I would like look at you and say sorry. I didn't mean to do that. If you like, I would apologize even if you didn't care. Um, I would never want to do it on purpose. But I'm not walking like thirty feet around your thirty footer. You can <laughs> go fuck off. You just wear sneakers like in, a, of in a friendly game. Yeah, like who cares? Uh, like I'm not trying to do it, but if it had like just step basically on my ball twice, we were playing, <laughs> trying to get out of the way of someone else's line and just stomped over mine. And, he, and like it's Tim. He's like, I'm really sorry. I was like, just like don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> like, but I can also see Tim trying to do like a pirouette. Oh yeah, like not, to like doesn't like, have do the like a hop step to avoid the line while like almost doing it so much worse and looking like an idiot doing it it's, it's gotta be a great scene yeah but it was fun to play with I, I actually we got paired up with me and my friend got paired up with these two guys who were in like a club championship like match play game and they were fine enough but like they told us at the beginning of the round they're like do you mind if like when we get to the green like we putt out before you like putt out and finish before you guys go so no one gets an unfair advantage on the green i was like oh is this for like the club championship it's like yeah it's like the semi or the quarterfinals of the match play like tier three and they're like 15 handicaps i was like it was it became a bit taxing by like hole nine when i'm we're both sitting there and these guys are like lining up putts for 20 minutes like the group behind us is getting super antsy and like wants to hit into us at this point because they see me and one other guy just fucking standing there doing nothing like i felt like that was a bit much on that note can i flip this into i could just do this next week or you could just replay the takes from all our other years but I true like people are gonna come we complain. I made a joke about this week's golf lines and only like 14 guys can win. Next week's gonna be worse. Like this is the last one, guys. Yeah, next week next is week we got we got staggered, and I'm gonna go on my rant about how they think we're dumber than NASCAR fans. <laughs> like that we can't comprehend two scoreboards at once, the tournament at hand and the season-long calculator. We're too stupid to figure that out. Because for fuck's sakes, one year Tiger won or Justin Rose or Xander won and Justin Rose, they like freaked out. That's my opinion. But Pat, only because you mentioned your tier three golf thing of a Bobby Jigger, my club does it the same. And and you watch, we've got to watch these lady juniors or the lady amateurs play this weekend and 36 hole match plays. Just marvelous to just see the courses and these amazing young female athletes. But Match play is such an integral part of golf at every level, at every level, all across the world to award championships at every level from the small, from junior, junior, junior to senior, 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 every level. And we like it and we respect it. Golf fans have an affinity for match play. They respect it. It's a way that is awarded championships all over the world. 
they have got to like do some half and half match play fit like eliminate half the field or something give guys buys but the golf fan will accept it and i'm telling you i know they're afraid of 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 tom kim sung jm playing give me some jabroni in the top 30 i i don't think tom kim is but you know what i mean they're like M versus Billy Horschel wouldn't be fun TV, but I don't think they'd get it. And I know they don't want to risk it, but I think the golf fan and you want to award your championship and you don't do it with majors match play, uh, a cutoff at the halfway point or something. I think we would appreciate it and respect it way more than the PGA and FedEx want to give us credit for. I agree. I think that's how the tour championship should be structured. It should be the final 30 who go there. And I like the staggered lead. Start with the staggered leaderboard and figure out like the proper allocation of where people start and then make it after 36 holes, whoever's in the top eight or the top 12, I think move on to the match play round. And then you either give the top four guys a buy and that's like your reward for doing so well in the FedEx Cup playoffs so that you don't have to play in the first round, then it's 18 holes sudden death for the winner. Like, doesn't matter what your points are anymore. You still have to win. Yeah. Like, why, is, I, yeah, why are I we against think, that? <laughs> I don't know. I, they're worried about TV. This tigerless world made them afraid of that. But I'd argue the current landscape is so deep that, like, I don't know. They're fine. They'd be fine. They would be so fine. And it would be so compelling, in my opinion. Now, I make fun of the staggered start. I do respect the fact, and I'm I'm self-aware enough to acknowledge, they start staggered. By Sunday, there's a high probability we do get two or three very elite players that have now blown up the staggered. and sta- Like, by Friday morning, Friday afternoon, certainly by the weekend, the staggered start is irrelevant. Like, you could have a great leaderboard with four guys tied. Maybe it's just the golf handicap, handicap betting guy fan in me that likes to, you know, bet on tournaments that can't stand the staggered. But it's a it's a it's a mix. It's I can't stand the staggered and match play is awarded everywhere in the world for champions. Why is the PGA Tour Championship above that? Above and, that, when the majors don't do it, this would be a great thing. Yeah, it this would be, be a great thing. It would be. It would be great because it would different. It would because the. I mean, no matter how much money they give away, it's the same deal with the Live Tour. Like, no matter how much money they get away, people don't. It's not they don't take it seriously. It's just it doesn't mean as much. At least if you gave it a different format, it would distinguish it from one or the other. And now you have a guy, especially if you made the staggered payout placements. Like, the, the issue with match play is it's bad TV. Like, it's horrible TV. Yeah, that's why I said M versus Horschel. But, like, they'd be like, what, but, what did but, we get ourselves into? But if you made it that... Because it's not so much a TV problem because people like to see the shots. They like to see the intensity. But there's just nothing going on in between the shots. You need something to fill it. So if you made the FedEx Cup staggered that, hey, so you have one V2, it's $40 million for first, $25 million for second. So essentially, you're playing for $15 million in this match. But if you could stagger the third and fourth place game kind of the same way, like it's worth like $5 bucks or $10 bucks. if this is where they invest all their money, and then you have fifth versus sixth and have like a have a real amount of money, like real money between the final four pairings that you would still get four groups on the course. Because that's the worst part about, like, the Dell match play is that you get to Sunday and you have one group that's for all the money. And then the third, like, Dustin didn't even try in the third place game this year. (laughs) 
and call me hyper crazy. Like I mentioned to him a couple of times, he might want to throw me off a cliff with this to think that you could think this is, um, would look bad upon the PGA tour, make the product look less like elite, but you mentioned these other matches. Okay. I get the timing. You couldn't get the football players. Get Steph Curry versus like somebody like, I'm not kidding. You could be playing your FedEx cup championship match and four holes ahead is Steph Curry versus someone else. Like, I don't think that's even crazy. Or women. Like, I don't think oh, it's you know what? crazy. That, they get a celebration of shit. That's a really good idea. Like, you could I ha- finally you- had a great idea. People ask me for a fix. <laughs> I never had a fix. I just complained. That's an idea. One so, for me. Point so, me. So you have, like, the, the $40 million cap off to the PGA season with the final four guys. Maybe you take the top four from the LPGA Tour, and they're playing for some sort of huge bonus as well on the same day. And then take the final two guys in the Corn Ferry and be like, hey, if you win, you get, like, two years of your card instead of one or something like that. And then you, you could, could have, like, take- ten. you could have five groups out there, and then the TV wouldn't be so bad. And, hell, mix in four Euro guys, too, for, like, their championship or something. I'm not kidding. You could have the two guys that finish the top in like the veterans dis- like disabled thing play too. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Get two veterans who are amazing that golf without a leg. I'm saying that like I'm not trying to be condescending. I mean that that it's beautiful and it's fucking amazing and just show off the goddamn game. But there can be this match happening too and the charity, and all of it, and all of it. You don't need to be afraid. You don't need to be afraid. I gave it away for free. Give me some money. Give me some money. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. 
so he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Home security isn't a game, but a lot of companies act like it is, trying to upsell you and overcharge you every chance that they get. That's why I use and trust Simply Safe Home Security. They're different. Simply Safe is advanced technology that puts the safety of me and my family first. That's why I love it, because they have 24-7 professional monitoring. I need to get in touch with someone. I can get in touch with someone whenever I want. Simply Safe's agents call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch the police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or cannot be reached. There's a lot of safety and comfort in that. And Simply Safe's monitoring agents truly care about your well-being and are highly trained to help keep you calm and safe during stressful situations, staying on the line with you until the help arrives. And Simply Safe's customer first policies make sure you're taken care of. Affordable plans starting at less than a dollar a day and no long-term contract or hidden fees because feeling safe at home shouldn't break the bank. That's only sensible. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash mayo. Go today and claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. That's simplysafe.com slash mayo. There's no safe like Simply Safe. It's time to move on to the BMW Championship this week. The second leg of the FedEx Cup playoffs, a brand new course, which is really strange. I mean, we've seen it before in the FedEx Cup playoffs. It's just really jarring to see one that we have no experience with whatsoever, not from a Ryder Cup, not from a President's Cup, an amateur, nothing. Like It's just a brand new course. Wilmington Country Club, the South Course, in Wilmington, Delaware, is going to be the host. It makes it really difficult for betters, to be perfectly honest for you, because we have no... Wasn't you said that, like, Pozzola, like, when he runs his models for golf, like, he doesn't bet golf super heavily, but if it's at, a, like, a first-time course, he just it's a cross-off. He's not even betting it. Yeah. Like, Pozzoli, he got in the U.S. Open, like, a major. I'm not, no action. Why? Uh, my models can't, they can't, there's nothing to work off of. There's not a sample that's even respectable. You, we do shows, Pat, where you're reading, like, 2007 leaderboards because it's the last time we were there for a major. There's some things, if they can't compute it, then they don't care. There's no... They can't figure out an edge. They're not going to be like me, who's going to be like, Pat, give me some course comps, and then I'll make my own decision. So let's talk about the course, and from what I can glean, I went through and I looked at it. I can see, like, the numbers on it, and I think it's a lot of guesswork about what's going to happen this week. But you have 91 bunkers on the course. So there's a ton of sand. Water's in play on four holes, so not a whole lot of water. The greens are 8,100 square feet. Kapalua sized, smaller than St. Andrews, but this does feel like a bomb gouge and leg putt type course. Like the guys that did well at St. Andrews, obviously you're going to have to, you're not going to be able to drive par fours or anything like that, like you were to do at the old course. But if you can just bomb it, hit into these big greens, and if you leave yourself like 80 feet, can you two putt from there? I really feel like that's going to be how guys save their score amongst everything. Cause it's 7,534 yards as a par 71 on paper. That sounds really long, but number 12 is 634 yards. And number 14 is 649 yards. So realistically, like that's, 
100 to 125 to 150 yards longer, like on those two par fives and most like normal courses. So you just take off that 150. It's essentially last week's course. But with giant well, greens. <laughs> okay, but like, am I going to pay a price for driving? Or is this going to be like some of those really long courses where you don't pay a price potentially um, for that, driving? That I don't know. That I That's the one question. And what you said with the bomb gouge, those greens, I'm telling you, besides the fact that like playing the hot hand seems to be a move. And my, my first question should be, how does Willie Zalatoris fit here um because he was wide a lot he was wide a lot um uh, lucky to avoid i guess water when you think about it with all the water that existed at saint jude the way willie was spraying it at least on sunday it kind of screams jt and cantley to me from the like high end if you're making moves under 20 to one, that is what this description says to me. I kind of feel the same way. It reminds me a lot of, I can't remember what the course was. I think it was somewhere in Chicago. Maybe I have that completely wrong. When JT won the BMW championship, like, two years ago, three years ago, wherever. I think it was three years ago now. And he won it like minus 26. And Cantlay was like minus 24. This BMW championship, like I don't know how hard it's going to play, but it feels like they can we've seen at BMW championships it either be super easy or you get Olympia fields and minus four is the winner. I would prefer to see that at the BMW championship when you have 70. I mean, you're missing the live guys, but this really is the strongest field of the year. Like condense, it's better than all those WGCs because you don't have the random Asian tour and Japanese tour player. Now, these are like the final, I guess, 69 players left in the FedEx Cup standings that are going to end up being here that, you know, give these guys a test. And this, like looking at it, the, the fairways look like kind of tight. I don't know how like thick, like if they grow the rough out thick and like they are a bit of narrow fairways with sand everywhere, like a premium on accuracy in driving, I could see being huge here and lag putting. But if the rough isn't super up and you can miss the fairway, like this is just going to be like minus 25. I've heard people say Firestone. Okay. Yeah. The, 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 I mean, on pay, like to visually look at it, I can most definitely see that. Very narrow fairways. If you miss the fairway at Firestone, all of a sudden, like, you have bad shots because the rough is very thick. It's tough to carry the ball or get it to stop. Then you're playing out of a ton of bunkers. So, yeah, I could see that. And the guys that used to win there were sort of the off-the-tee, not bombers necessarily, but great off-the-tee players. Like, even Duffner and Keegan had a lot of success at places like Firestone, along with Tiger, obviously. Shane Lowry was another one. Guys that don't miss a ton of fairways and have enough distance to get by. Maybe that's what we need to be looking for here. Okay. I mean, there's nothing to get fancy. Like, you could put 14 names in a hat pat and draw me two and a half, two of them, depending where they come, and I don't know that I could argue. I can like, see, yeah, I can see that for sure. Like, I don't know what. I wish there were better numbers. Like, I'd love to overinvest in this thing after a big win, but on it, I don't see how I'm gonna go much different than. Like, you know, I made this joke with some live bets, and only like bad players win live tournaments. Is or that not the good player? Or that... not the good players? But my. I almost look at it like I'm going to bet this like first touchdowns in an NFL playoff game. Like I don't want to overinvest. I'm not going to go in too cheap, but 
couple guys, I think, in those like mid to high teens, and then maybe something in the 30s, and someone could talk me into a bomb, but just a waste of money. I can see that. The problem is, like, I'm just going to pull it up right now. I think that there might be. I don't think that this week's course and last week's course are going to be super similar outside of one thing that, yeah, like Willie got a bit, I mean, he got really lucky on that par five with his drive and like he was spraying it a little bit, but it wasn't like a lot. Like he was missing fairways, but he wasn't missing them by a bunch. And he knew, he seemed to know which holes that you could miss fairways on because if you were missing fairways on the wrong holes at Southwind, you were just in the water. And I don't think he hit the water all week outside of maybe round one. So like his accuracy, I thought was actually pretty good for the holes that he needed it when he needed to claw down and do it. And like looking at the fairway leaders from last week, like there's two, one, two, three names that really kind of stick out to me here. And then like Fitzpatrick, let's talk about the betting board. So at DraftKings Sportsbook, everyone should go to DraftKings Sportsbook and use their odds, obviously, unless you find better numbers, then don't do it. You Use somewhere else. Force DraftKings to have the better odds and tell them that you want the better odds. And Rory's the favorite again. I have a note on Rory, by the way. He's 11 to 1. Zalatoris, Afinau, Cantlay, Rom are all 14 to 1. Xander, Scheffler, Fitzpatrick, JT, 16 to 1. Cam Smith, 18 and we'll stop there. Those are all the guys below 20 to 1. Some of those guys are obviously going to rise. There's no cut this week. There's only 69 players. These odds actually do make sense to me. I'm hoping that we can find some better numbers down the board or at different places or as the week goes along, everyone gloms on to one person. Like I'd wager that Rory's number gets better than 11 by the time that Wednesday comes around. It's probably at 12 or 14 because people will bet other players in the field. But here's the sneaky thing, and maybe you didn't know this. So... Cust is an hour season-long one-and-done. He used Justin Thomas. However, he plays in a larger money one with our other friends where he had already used Justin Thomas. Guess who he used last week because he saved him for last week? Will Zalatoris? No, it was Rory, man. Rory. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. I thought your team had something really good or really bad because it was Cust, I guess. Yeah, of course, Rory. So he burned himself, yeah. So of these guys... I mean, you mentioned Cantley. I get it. John Rahm was just very sneakily tied for fifth last week after a pretty poor yeah. opening round. But do we just, we've seen Xander go back to back. We've seen Finau go back to back. Should we just bet Zalatoris again? I'm kind of tempted to because the game seems great and his confidence with his putter. Like I have Will Zalatoris with maybe the most confidence he's ever had putting the ball since he was 12 years old. Like, I don't know that that's, I could bet that, I think. But that's just because I'm flowing with the win. Cantley and JT just, you know, they scramble. They That range, that, I, you know, that 125, 170. Um, I'm more inclined for JT than, than Cantley at the moment. But those would be the guys in Willie Z. If I'm making moves under 20, those would be the ones that I'm looking at. But I also don't think Finau should be ignored because well, he's playing great. He's still playing great. I'm not betting him, but he's still playing great. Again, like I said, I don't know. If I put my hand in a bag and pick two names, I'm... I would hope to get at least one of Willie, JT, or Cantley, I guess. Those would be the guys that I would like am leaning towards potentially betting, yeah. I'm looking at the enhanced offerings right now at other places and Smith, JT, Finau, Willie, and Matthew Fitzpatrick, you can get it 17 to 1 
Obviously, that's more appealing than the 14 to 1 looking at it. So I'm considering Zalatoris again from the top end. I think for me, it would be Zalatoris and then, I mean, Rom at 15. I've been doing good not betting Rom, not playing Rom on DraftKings, and it's really working out to my benefit because he continues to remain popular, and he's just coming up a little bit short. I I wonder if the, the switch got flicked for him a little bit, and he's kind of like Zalatoris in a weird way. That do I, it. I would kind of want him at a harder course than... It, it, I think you really need to map out how you think this course is going to play. If you think it's going to be a birdie fest, I don't think I'd want John Rom. If you think that the winning score is going to be minus 12 because it's kind of difficult, then I think you want John Rom. I would wait on that, too. I don't think a lot of people are running to bet him, despite I saw what you saw, quality life. And there was a moment on Friday afternoon, Pat, I was like, I really just want Rom to be bad and get as big of a number as I can next week. I don't know. Still maybe got that. I do trust him. I'm still maybe one of the few out there that trust him. I played him plus money and props last week. Was happy to see it all sort of click clicking finally for him. Um, yeah, I would have no problem if the name, if I put the names in the hat and pulled that one, I'd be smiling. So if you had to go, go. R- rank one, two, three, not saying that you're betting these guys, but like your short list for betting for me, it would be Zalatoris, Finau, Justin Thomas. I think those would be my three. Yeah. Uh, Zal, uh, Justin Thomas. Zalatoris Cantley probably but I could like Cantley and Rom like I could easily yeah, wait, wait, like, wait, 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 you, you can you can name all 10 of these guys like yeah they're yeah, the top 10 players in the world in a heartbeat <laughs> now that I'm kind of talking myself into Fino and Fino is going to be in the end of the show it's my magic bullet uh shockingly um to win our house one and done hopefully but um yeah that's it and we're going to go back but you said the odds kind of feel right. Maybe we'll see some drift on a couple guys. Well, it's annoying to look at. Well, it was annoying to open those odds and see almost eight names under 20 to one or crazy. I don't blame the books. Like the books probably feel 14, 15 guys can win this thing. And I don't disagree with them. I mean, look at the past winners of leg two of the FedEx Cup. We had that Keegan miracle a couple years ago. Some people magically hit that. I certainly didn't. I think it was 100 to 120 to 1. Other than that, it's number one in the world profiles. That's it. For the sure. Annoying loss last year, that long playoff, Cantley and Bryson with those big Bryson numbers. Yeah, well, I, I I hedged out on Cam Smith with the Finau when the playoffs started. Unfortunately, I also hedged out with Cantlay when they went to the playoff with Bryson. So I ended up with one win, like 1.2 wins. I think I got one of them at plus money uh, between those two weeks. Uh, so it kind of evened itself out for me because I decided to go hedge hedge on that one. Middle tier this week. Uh, the only bet I have in so far is from this range, but you have, let's see here, M and Morikawa both at 20. Then there's the drop. It's Burns at 28, Victor, Cam Young at 30, Homa, Tom Kim, 35, Lowry, Spieth, Neiman, Hatton, all between, actually no, Hatton's actually at 50. So you have all those guys between 20 to one and 40 to one. Uh, I got the enhanced offering on Cameron Young, I bet it at okay. 33 to 1. I like him at 30 to 1. I thought he actually he'd lost five strokes putting last week. And this 
if it comes to fruition, like he's played really well at courses so far this year that have really big greens. He's been a really good lag putter. And I know that he can get the ball out there. And of like the deeper drivers, he's one of the more accurate drivers at the same time. And he actually hit his irons well last week for the first time in a bit. So yeah, well, he's Alatoris gets his breakthrough. I mean, the other guy who should have won this year and hasn't is Cam Young. We've seen this enough. I'm not going to miss this one. I haven't been on it much, but I'll take the 33 to 1. That is my bet so far. The other ones that I'm looking at, and I'm looking at, again, those enhanced offerings at a, a book that may be open, let's say, 365 days a year. They're hanging at 20. And every day. And every day. They're hanging at 27 on Morikawa. So that's what I wanted to ask you about. You're obviously the Morikawa guy. Shocked you didn't end up going there last year. I went there. I went to him at the last like moment. Even tweeted it like last minute at a small card last week. Especially for me, uh, I added a forty uh, just for peace of mind because of how much I spoke about it on the show. But I saw in your newsletter you didn't end up having him. Uh, you, do you? I guess it's a guess on how the course would play out. I would have guessed last week was a better course fit than than this week. That being said, if Morikawa is feeling it, this anything that flirts with uh, 27, 28, 25, I think it's a totally fair number. Like, as someone, you didn't bet him last week, and someone even who did bet him last week, I could totally see anyone watching golf said, I've seen enough. They give me a fair one at the BMW. I've seen enough. That's he is. That's where he, I was like, at. I've seen enough to be ready to make the move. I hope I get somewhat fair because I've seen enough. It's go time for him. Yeah, I'm in. I bet. I, as we were speaking, I just bet it at twenty-seven to one. Yeah, can't argue with that. Um, and now I mentioned the Cam Young well, thing. Well, hold on, hold does. on. I, I've kind of hedged my bets here on the type of player that I want. By the way, so I have. That's okay. I, I, I have Young. Like if it turns into a bomber's paradise where you can miss the fairway a little bit, I think that and I do like his accuracy enough that I think that he can almost like what we saw from him at Riviera in a weird way, where if he needs a club down, keep that accuracy, he can do that and maintain his distance. Morikawa sort of the opposite that if this turns into a firestone type place where you need accuracy, he's got tons of accuracy. Like that's not the problem for him. It's the putting yeah, and he put it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I was go would go, as far as to say, certainly you would want, there are benefits to things that can align in the course fit to certain players' games. This is a type of event and a field strength and where we see the winners come from that I would trust any of them, even if someone said it's not a course fit. Like, you're, these are the super high-end players in golf who we are deciphering between to bet. There's, to me, there's courses, there's no course fit. If I think they're good enough to win this week, that would matter um, to me and you're not winning with your B minus game in this field in this event even if it's a course we don't we don't know and yeah to the Morikawa thing you just hey miss that six footer miss the two footer well that just means maybe make some next week boom so the um, the other guys, because I was I just sorted last week's numbers on Fantasy National. By the way, twenty percent off fantasynational.com if you use slash mayo at the end to celebrate Fantasy National spitting me out Trey Mullenix to win me a ton of money. So you can hit that great link. Call by you, man. A couple people also were all over that. I wasn't in anywhere near the bomb is fear, but but great. And oh, you had something to say, but driver iron course and adam scott led the field in putting yeah that was a what wild wild but the guys with the act like if you do want to take the accuracy route this week i don't love the number obviously but tom kim i think hits it 
down the middle of the fairway every single time. <laughs> I, he, it's he, like Cantley before Cantley's like big FedEx Cup, or if you even say Cantley had a breakthrough, there's a time it's like I, I feel like he's never putting. It's just uh, like I feel like he's never putting for par from more than like four feet. It's just fairway twenty feet in the hole. Like I never have to. I've never seen him scramble in my limited experience with this guy. You track him. He's just always clean. Just always clean. Can he win like the big birdie party? Well, I guess we saw him catch an absolute Sedgefield wagon. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm not betting him. I, I'm. This would be. You can't buy the magic. It would be magic. Um, he, he, maybe I'm not giving him enough respect, but I'm not betting him. He was fifth in the field in approach last week. At, Incredible. He, he lost, is, and wow. he couldn't putt. He couldn't putt last. Not a shocker when you gain 13 strokes in one tournament that you don't follow it up with the great putting performance. Once again, well, you know they get a. The great thing about the Prez Cup is the captains get to do their little huddle, and we see them get to pick matchups. Unlike the just batting order slotting that we do at Ryder Cup. Love a Willie Z versus Tom. Oh, that's a Will fun versus one. Tom. That would be like, yeah, that's my hypothetical. Just like going into Ryder, my hypothetical I wanted the most, and we actually got it, was I think Morikawa v. Victor. Um, that that would be Will v. Tom would be the hypothetical I want to to get the most. I don't really have anything to say about Cam Young. You said it all. Maybe I should get there. The trajectory and the feeling of the season just I, it makes sense and there's a lot of dots and the number seems fair to the stat line um oh yeah hovland like are we in a course fit is there anything what we know about can i go back it's a 30 i want to go back talk like i i bet him last week i uh, have he, no interest in going back I, I it's not that i have no interest in going back but if it was between like Morikawa and Hovland, which it does seem to be, uh, their numbers and are Cam Young and Cam. I mean, I already bet Cam Young, but his number was deeper than both those. So I'm seeing Morikawa 27, Hovland 30, Cam Young 33. Like if you just wanted to bet those three guys, I could most definitely see it. I think with the way that they played, it's tough because Vic is you know Vic is obviously very good. The ball striking was fine, the putting was fine. He just never really got on a train. Like well, he had that moment Friday where yeah. he went like six over in three holes or something. Yeah, and it, after starting birdie, birdie, birdie. So and Baroff tweeting me he's going to be leader at the end of the day. And when you get a tweet like that, like I'm on the golf course, I'm not seeing it in real time. Like I don't know what's happening. So you see that you get excited to see the leaderboard, and then you pull up the leaderboard, you're like. What the fuck are you talking to me about, man? <laughs> you also have Sung Jay right there, who was one of the leaders in driving last week, as he continues to be. His driving has been superb. And if that really is a key factor here in keeping it on the fairway, you're not going to spray it around. Like His irons were bad, but it was just a lot of... When you're playing against the best players in the world, all of a sudden like you can hit it to 35. He basically had the Rory strategy from the final round of the Open the entire tournament. That just wasn't good enough because he was just too lag putting, too putting, and getting into the hole. He wasn't making a ton of bogeys, but he wasn't making a ton of birdies. I could see this being a, I don't love bent for Sung Jay, but you know, these are giant greens. I think you can figure it out. So Morikawa and Young for sure. The one who actually super impressed me last week and kind of flew under the radar. And if Kapalua, I think just because of the green types and how big those greens are, that if you can putt well at Kapalua or St. Andrews, I feel like you can putt well pretty pretty well here. Obviously, Cam Smith did both very well. He won at both courses. Neiman 
is the other one. You can get him at 45 right now. Bentgrass, Bentgrass, he's got the distance. He's got the accuracy. He's just been playing very middling, but he actually played quite well last week and just no one really noticed. I kind of like him at 45. Yeah, so, I I mean, I didn't want to cross 40, but the Bentgrass angle will always have Neiman pop for me. If he plays to his ceiling, I trust him against almost anybody. So I don't, I have no qualms about that. He is almost as almost as deep as I would consider outside of if you trust like Hideki, I saw DraftKings as a 65 pat and he's got good results after withdrawing. He sometimes he withdraws like methodically. He withdrew before the Olympics and finished fourth. He withdrew before. Was it the masters and finished 14th? Yeah. And he got DQ'd at Memorial. Okay. Yeah. That was, yeah. I don't know. That was its own thing. But if he was just withdrawing to be even healthier for this, then I don't know, 65 to 1 on DraftKings. It's a big number, and it's way ahead of the rest of the market. Do we think that he's going to play? I guess it doesn't matter. As long as he withdraws before thing, you get you get a refund. Just something to watch. It's really the only thing north of 50 that kind of has my attention. But right in front of 50, you mentioned it, Neiman, depending on how I build a card, Will I get there? But like you, I was really impressed with what I saw in him. M, I mean, other than Zalatoris, M was probably the most popular play last week, consensus-wise. I think we were both on him as well. He did enough that I don't like his number seems fair in the field based on what it went off at last week, and he did enough to show his trajectory. I could make a case as someone we haven't really spoken about and, you know, maybe the heater is done and it's not Scotty Scheffler. I mean, that, that could be its own conversation. Uh, Xander Shoffley, Pat, like his ability to to do that lag putting, his ability to just be so consistently good. Like, I say Cantley, I take that back. The 22 I can get on Shoffley probably should mean more to me than the 15 I can get on Cantley. What about the 22 you can get on Scheffler? Same. Same. I take, you know, you asked me for that T3 before. I think Cantley's got to be off it. Like Rom, because I still believe in like absolute ceiling Rom. And if ceiling Cantley shows up, I get got. But I trust Scheffler and Shoffley almost equally as I would trust Cantley. And there's seven more points there. So I'm going to just rejig some thoughts at the top, throwing that out there. Well, let's talk about bombs then before we get out. And obviously, we're going to call a bomb 50 to 1 and above for this week. It's tough because, like you mentioned, you're very outside of Keegan, you're very rarely going to find one of these guys who can actually have a legit chance of winning. Like I was looking at Connors, he's 50 on DraftKings Sportsbook. You can get him at. 60 and other places. Does Connors give you those? This is a really bad question. But those vibes where you would rather bet him at the, the like two and a half, three times, two and a half times number at the like the man party. Yeah. Like if he puts when it works, you expect it like I, you feel like it could just win by multiple strokes. Well, I, I feel like we've seen it. And that was always a thing with Fino and even Zalatoris that you've seen them flirt in these like big events enough times that you're like, well, they could win this. They just need a few breaks to go their way. And the same thing with Zalatoris. We saw him compete at majors. And it's funny, like when you think about Connors and you look at his results, yeah, he won Valero in 2018, but where do you normally see him pop up? Like 
Bay Hill, the Masters, like even the PGA Open Championship, PGA yeah. Championships. Like he has the game to win these events against these players. Just can he make enough putts? And weirdly, he's putted pretty well at Augusta over the years. Uh, he putted pretty well at St. Andrews this year. That it doesn't. He's a lot like Zalatoris in a way that it's not necessarily the lag putting that gets him. It's like the four foot putts that get him. Yeah, and it'll be an NBC broadcast, so Azinger considers him one of the best putters in the world. So well, he'll have that confidence. In fairness, Zinger was talking about Will Zalatoris, about how he's now one of the best putters in the world yesterday. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Like, it's so drastically improved, and there's a confidence that, like, I feel we all have inside when he has the putts that from a month ago or four months ago, but best in the world is is pretty bold. Um, oh, can I can I throw out? Did you see my tweet about Denny McCarthy yesterday? I did, and then yeah, I didn't see the shot, but I saw him hit the pot, and I giggled at your reference to what would happen. It was the most Denny McCarthy. Like, there's only two players that could have successfully pulled that off: Denny McCarthy and Brian Herman. It's Mac hit, Hughes, no, maybe Mac Hughes, but Denny drove it basically out of bounds but it hit a guy in a chair before it could get out of bounds and the ball ended up in his cup holder so he had to take a drop on the pine straw in the middle of trees and he played this like low stinger that just hit the edge of the green got on they made a 35 foot bomb for birdie like of course he did of course denny mccarthy did of course he did um i guess like if you want to play these pat Maybe the extended each way, like those fun extra each ways that are offered could be good for the bombs. Well, that's what I did with um, Mullenix last week. And I took the 10 places instead of the five places and it paid, geez, by the end of it. Let me, I, I know what, how much I got back, but let's see here. It was 225 divided by seven. It paid 32 to one on his top 10, which is much better than what his top 10 odds were anyway, by more than double. So it was worth it. And he was in the mix to, like, there was a point when he chipped in for par on that hole. I was like... Well, he has the par five coming up. Like yeah. if he can some, and he almost, he just missed the Eagle putt. Like he, if he had made that Eagle putt, he was very much in the mix to really, to really give it a go. I was like, this is going to be worth a lot of money if he can do this, but why not him again this week? Like if this turns out to be a bomber's track, dude absolutely mashes it. He's clearly playing good golf. He had the win. He just had a top five. He played well at the open championship. Like he's still 140 to one. Why not? Yep. Uh, there are a lot of guys, I think, like on an each way of, a, you know, sort of oh, get, can get me overexposed. And I don't want to do that. And I don't care to chase like the each way. But do you have anything nice to say about Adam Scott? Because when I say it, I feel like it's empty. It is empty because you you say he's going to win every week. And the guy every hasn't week. won in yeah, like I know. five years. So I just, and I said nothing last week and he played well and. And I had some in investments, so that was nice. Um, not enough. And certainly not like trusting a T5 or well, he might have missed that putt at the end. Like a lot of guys did on AT, not Will. Um, Pendrith with placings? Sell me. Tell me why. I don't know. It was a one, it's like 120 to 1. He's just mashing the ball. You said from that nice little range, he's that's like where you want to play Pendrith from. I could see it. I just, I was just very encouraged by the way Cam Young hit his irons last week. And that's always going to be the issue with me for Pendrith. It just, I just don't feel like he's a very good long iron player. And I think that kind of proved itself out last week. Paul, you had a question? 
Keegan? Cameron Smith, Keegan. who enters the week yeah. number three in the FedEx Cup standings, is a WD from the BMW Championship. Wow. Oh, man. I'm telling you, I'll go bet 320 President's Cup right now. We're a month out, Pat. I'll let them sit on my money. I'll, I'll monster play it. You think I'll let them sit on my money. You think the international... Oh, oh the minus. Yeah. yeah uh, okay, I, was like, say, I don't care. Cam Smith can play. Hideki can play. They could bring Louie and Answer back. I still would lay it. Like, I, like what do people think is going to happen there? If you're one of these stonks guys... You, you're happy to make 30% in nine years. You're going to make it in a month. Paul. It says that he's uh, he's had some on and off hip discomfort. Oh, but I, not... think, I think he's straight up butthurt after the penalty. That no, no, no. Maybe he just wants to be healthy for next week. Like, yeah, I don't he's know. In. He's, he's in gonna, for next He's week. not leaving the money. What's that? Well, what would well, he leave? What is he at in the standings? Current second or third? He's third, yeah. So like he's he's playing. Oh, I just got a I just got a what is this? Josh is making some guess. Oh, Sky is Sky is sending me he's just sending me random names in my DMs and it's about guests that he's gonna have on the show. I thought they were like weird Japanese tour bets that I was supposed to make, but no. They're just names of guests that he's having on the show who I'm unfamiliar with. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Never mind. All right. Like, I, I, is Cam Smith going to change other people's numbers? I don't think so. Right? Yeah, it might hurt. Like, like maybe the, he should. It, it might hurt the gonna. it might hurt the Scheffler and Xander numbers a bit. Like it's not going to make Finau go from sixteen to ten, but it might make, depending on where you're looking, Shoffley go from like. 20 to 18. I mean, I guess because what's the math? If it's a tournament that only 14 guys can win and you remove one of those guys, now you're down to 13 guys. That's worth a point, point, yeah. a few points. For sure. Like, yeah. Okay. Quick picks and one and done for the BMW wow. championship. Wow. Are you just like... <laughs> Making like quick bets and like jamming all your money in right now before the no no I'm just thinking he he withdrew I'm thinking of like side things maybe he just wants to win the FedEx Cup he's not walking away from the FedEx Cup cash grab no so maybe he's just honestly sore like I, that's where sorry yeah he's just sore no, I'm mean, not making any bets do you mean I, like my menchies are on fire do you mean like and he's when sore my because like his hip is sore or he's sore like he's a guy who's mad in 1927 no I don't. I don't know what that means. I didn't get it. <laughs> it might have been an easy get, but I didn't get it. I, no, I, I, I'm going to legitimate believe that he's like not why, like just leaving the like withdrawing from the FedEx Cup. He's going to play next week. He's going to try to win the grand prize. Um, I also just about him for a moment. Like, I don't know, it's the perfect scenario. I think they're going to give him the, your exemption. That My expectation is exemptions get honored. So he gets to have his cake. He gets to eat it, too. And he's not American. Why the fuck should he care about the PGA Tour? He's Australian. That doesn't mean I think he should care about Greg Norman. But, like, the PGA Tour's kind of told Australia to fuck off. And that's its own, like, it's a far place to go. It, it would create so many issues in and of itself for the PGA Tour which, as we know, is really just hunkered down in 
in America, and there there are great cities in America that the PGA Tour is fuck up, told to fuck off. So obviously they told a place like Australia to fuck off, and sounds like Liv's putting multiple events in Australia. Like, I don't know, for all the guys I want to shit on, this is one where I'm just like, I don't know, man. Like, you created this opportunity to, to have your cake, eat it too. Congratulations. Like, timing is perfect. You crushed it. And, you crushed it. You got to go home. Yeah. I'm not saying he's selling his Jupiter compound, but congratulations. You got to, like, actually go live at home with your friends and family and be a hundred millionaire U.S. dollars. Congrats. Additionally, I have nothing else to say on th- that. Th- those exemptions are you are British Open until he's 60 and all the other majors for the next five years as well. So. I think that he's going to be. Yeah, who knows what the landscape looks like in five years? One of them could be the dominant force. The other one couldn't. I assume even if Liv doesn't exist, there'll be a road for like Cam Smith to bend the knee and say, can I come back? And they'll say yes. Like people say that's not possible. If Liv like actually blows up, I think they'll be. They might not let everyone back. They might be picky and choosy and that might be its own thing. But. Uh, and I'm not expecting Liv to, like, expire either. I'm just saying the golf landscape in five years, who the hell knows what it looks like. Cam Smith's going to, yeah, he's going to be the man. He's the man. So good for you, Cam. Okay. Quick picks and one and done for the BMW Championship. We'll take two with this one because we tried to do this four minutes ago. I am taking Cameron Young as my one and done. I now lead the one and done. It got a bit jumbled. So to the guy that keeps track of the one and done, uh, I accidentally wrote down that you had taken Sung Jay last week. That was incorrect. You had actually taken Morikawa last week. So he ended up with more money than Sung Jay, but I had Will Z. So I have vaulted way into the lead. So you're about a million bucks behind me. And Cust is... 2.8 million i don't think that even with a first place because all no matter who I, even if my guy withdraws and he hits a shot he's going to win some sort of money this week so i don't think that cust can catch me for first place at 5.2 million i have 7.9 million you have after we factor in morikawa i think you'll have 6.9 so you probably need a win and my guy not to do like yeah. a top I'll five take, yeah about a million i'll be down a million i think yeah you need to be yeah you need to have first and i need to not have a top five in order you to pass me so i'm taking cam young you're taking fino i'm going to take fino you want to know what's funny pat in one of those jobber events that fino won a few weeks ago you said you told me take fino and i said no i'm gonna save him (laughs) well that actually cost me this goddamn game it's gonna cost me the goddamn game but i have him i looked at my list like six times like how do i not use fino you obviously saw it a couple weeks ago. I didn't use now. using him now. My quick bets, the only bet I have made is I bet Justin Thomas 17 to 1. Um, you could pull a hat and give me anyone else. So I'll I, have more. I have bet Morikawa at 27, Cam Young at 33, and Joaquin Neiman at 45 to 1. I could be good with that. I might. just. I want to see how the odds kind of shift. Like, I'm... If it came down to it and I was really feeling Zalatoris again, I'd bet him at 17. I'd bet Finau at 17, Scheffler at 22. Like, there's good numbers out there. I feel like I'm more likely that if I'm going to add anyone, it's going to be Sungjae, Tom Kim, or Hovland. Like, someone in that 28 to 40 mix to go with these three guys. But I'm going to hunker down with those three guys. May add a bomb. Like, I might just bet Molinick's top 10 again. Why not? And see if he can kind of roll with it. Or, on paper, I know he's been playing a bit poorly, but Keegan is way down there and this feels like a keegan course 
Northeast, right? I know people, we argue this is this is Northeast. This is official Northeast, even by the map, not by divisions in sports from 25 years ago. Yeah. All right, Jeff Feinberg, G Feinberg 17. You and I'll talk to you in a few hours' time when me, you, and Cus do our NFL awards prediction show. That should be worth a laugh. If you did miss the top 150 rankings, Jeff, uh, you should take it, check it out for some of the takes that Cust has about how apparently Amon Ross St. Brown is the best receiver in football, according to Tim. <laughs> I don't know how he came to that conclusion, but that's where he's at. Okay. It was not the take that I expected to come from Tim. That and Travis Etienne sucks. <laughs> Listen, he's he better watch his mouth because it gets him in trouble. Did you know that Diet Coke turned 40 today? I would have guessed way older. Me too. I'd have guessed way older. But there we are. Betsperts, odds checker for you rest of the week. Betsperts, odds checker. Our boy Andy Lack uh, has invited me on, wants to talk some some golf, some football. It's all happening. It is all happening. Excited. I'll be live with Bet Sports Tuesday, 11 a.m. Go check out Odds Checker for my, um, I guess, my final betting card for the week as well. All right. You can check out me on Wednesday morning for more golf live with Tyler Tambellini at 9.15 a.m. Eastern Time on Mayo Media Network. So please subscribe to the channel right now to make sure you got your notifications. The newsletter is also free. That's down in the description. It has all the cheat sheets and final notes. That'll come out Wednesday evening with all the final plays, plus the weather and DraftKings ownership projections. Additionally, the Pat Mayo Experience Week 1 Listeners League is now available on DraftKings. Now open. Go get your spot. Link is down in the description. Check out all the fun football shows because uh, right around the corner you know cam and pizzola are, are lining up so we're gonna have those shows back starting very soon as well plus all the updates with Seely at the same time i'm pat mayo thank you all for watching i'll see you next time experience. experience